It's Thoughtful Thursday. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. Now, on this podcast, your host, veteran radio personality Jennifer Longworth, encourages entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. You're going to love this show. You're going to hear real stories from real people on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. So let's go. I'm aware of the competition and what's out there and who's out there. But as long as I stay focused on us putting out the most relevant information and do it the best way possible that we can to solve our problems for our clients and our our readers, then we're golden. This is Jennifer Longworth, and on this Thoughtful Thursday, I am joined by Lisa Muller, CEO, founder, and publisher of Medmark LLC. Over an entrepreneurial career that spans over three decades, Lisa has grown a reputation as one of the dynamic forces in the American publishing and marketing industry. After founding Medmark in 2005, Lisa has launched numerous dental specialty publications that include Endodontic Practice, Implant Practice, Orthodontic Practice US, and Dental Sleep Practice magazines. With a strong foundation of successful specialty journals under her direction, she has since launched multiple digital platforms attached to each niche publication that complement every dental specialty Medmark serves. As Medmark CEO, founder, and publisher, she leads the company's business strategy while cultivating business development opportunities and establishing strategic industry partnerships. Her high energy and extensive sales, marketing, and advertising experience combine to build a culture of performance, respect, trust, and collaboration. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So, Lisa, you're with Medmark LLC, which is a publishing house for dental materials. Tell me a little bit about how you got into that. What's your story and what do you guys do? I own Medmark Media for the last 14 years here in Scottsdale, Arizona, sunny Scottsdale. And um, we are a multifaceted dental marketing company. I, I named the company Medmark when I started. I knew I wanted to be medical marketing and I didn't know. I was in dental 14 years. I, I jumped into de- the dental space, but I kind of left room there to you know, add a couple titles if I wanted to outside of dentistry. But I've got four national pubs in dental right now, which is more than enough, trust me. (laughs) So do you have a background in dentistry at all? I have a background in marketing and advertising. Other than my last name is Moeller. (laughs) Nice. I had no experience within the dental industry until 14 years ago when I dove in and embrace the dental field. I mean, it's incredible. I was publishing other magazines at the time. Uh, a friend of my, mine was a recruiter and I was looking for you know something new to publish. And she's like, you really need to look at this company that puts out these dental magazines nationally that it was kind of a franchise type deal, if you will. And they had 18 markets throughout the country. And I'm like, I don't know anything about dental. I mean, this is crazy. She's like, just try it. Just talk to them. Well, if I, I went for it in the first year. I had their number one market in, you know, out of 18 markets. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And I started another dental publication in Arizona. Uh, so I had two local. And then in 2008, when uh, the market fell out of everything, I thought it was a really good time to go national with endodontic practice. And... <laughs> which was kind of a crazy move, but I did it and it worked. So it's been uh, amazing ever since. So you've been doing this for about 14 years, but prior to that, did you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Have you always been like this or is this something you just kind of fell into? Always, always. Yeah, yeah, I have. 
I've never been able to quite master working for someone. And that kind of, I hit some bumps along the road in my career while I was trying to do that, you know, back in the day. And I always knew, you know, I, I've just always been motivated. I always knew I wanted to own my own business. I was always listening to my mentors and Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar and, you know, all the guys that you, you get your juice from and um, huge influence. But I've always been very, very motivated and um, very entrepreneurial. Yes. So what other things did you try before you ended up here in the publishing world? Oh, my goodness. Um, I've always been in advertising and marketing in some way, shape, or form. I did a stint here at Phoenix Magazine for uh, for many years. Then I went to uh, TV3, which was the ABC affiliate here. So that was a little different. Got out of magazines for a minute to do television, which was fun and interesting and different. Uh, then I caught the bug of wanting to get back into print. So then I started publishing other magazines. Um, I've worked for Prime Media out of New York City. I've worked for various other publishers and then started a Food and Lifestyles magazine in Scottsdale here a few years back. And that was fun because it was more like getting back into the lifestyle end of things. It was like a gourmet magazine type publication for Arizona, which was super fun um, and really interesting work with the, you know, how they lay out food and photograph food and, you know, the, all of that aspect. That was really cool. And then got into dentistry 14 years ago. I kind of, you know, we ha- had a had a split with my partner in the um, in the food magazine, and I was trying to figure out, okay, what are we, what am I going to do? And and then that's when I got into dental, and I was a kind of a time in my life when I just really started over, kind of re- rebooted my life. <laughs> I went through a divorce, had to take a step back and kind of reevaluate my life and what direction I wanted to go in. And I I just you know dove into publishing these dental magazines, and it has been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. Now, I'm looking for the perspective of someone who's in the print media industry, and I just have one question here. Is print dead? No. No, 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 no. Emphatically, no. Because, <laughs> you know, we hear that all the time for these digital media people that print is on its way out. Nobody cares anymore, but uh, you disagree, huh, Lisa? I know. I know they like to throw that out there, but it's nonsense. Um, our type of publications, well, first of all, my my um, <laughs> my personal email for the past, like, I don't know, 30 years or whatever it's been with AOL is mag junkie. I am a magazine junkie. I get every magazine known to man, whether I have the time to read them or not, they show up. Some of them get piled up in the corner. Some, most of them get read. So in my concept of putting this, um, these publications and this business together was that our type of publication will never go out of style because it's a clinical journal, hands-on, user-friendly, and we've got continuing education attached to each of the publications. So the doctors can spend like, you know, 40 minutes to an hour reading the publications and go um, utilize those techniques in the next room. And they can also fill out a test or 10 question quiz and send that into us or do it online or whatever for CE credits. But they pay for the publication $149 a year. Um, they get up to, you know, like 24 CE credits on a couple of our publications. All of them have CE attached to them. It's a tool that is unparalleled in our market. And not everybody takes the time to be accredited by AGD, which is Academy of General Dentistry and PACE and, and ha- 
file the stringent paperwork that it takes to um, have that accreditation and um, provide CE credits to these doctors. So that's a huge thing. And, and another reason is because, let's face it, everyone likes to see themselves in print, and dentists are, are not an exception to that. Let, you know, they build their practices on their image and on their smiles and on their patient smiles. And they like to see their stories in print and they like to be able to show those to their colleagues and their families and their, you know, build their businesses off of that. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a nice little ego exchange. <laughs> Ego exchange. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. So in addition to these publications being educational for practitioners and such, well, you're called MedMark with marketing. So where does the marketing aspect come in? Are they marketing themselves, their products? What does that look like? There's really two aspects to our business. So the the part of the business that generates the revenue comes from the dental manufacturers. So we deal with, you know, the three M's of the world and the the Henry Shines and all of the big guys. Um, so all the large, some of these are multi-billion dollar dental companies that comprise the, the list of uh, within our specialties that advertise with us. Um, so they support the publication. We get their message out. We put them in front of X amount of doctors and the doctors are reading and keeping our publication and referring back to them because they've earmarked, a, they've earmarked an article that they need, you know, that they want to go back to or I mean, our magazine's just a keeper. We're, we're our our quality um, of our paper, our the how it's designed, the content, our editorial. We only use the best. That's kind of what keeps us around. Okay. Now, a few minutes ago, you mentioned Tony Robbins, and beyond just listening to him and learning, you have a personal connection with him. And have even met him and done business with him. So tell me a little bit about that relationship and how it got started and such. Well, he's amazing, obviously. But I've I have listened to his tapes, and he gets upset when I say tapes because that ages us. But in my twenties, I would listen to his personal power series, uh, to and from work. I was just a junkie for this information. I mean, literally, I would as much information as I could fill my head with. It was positive energy. Is what I did. And I kind of a challenging 18 to 20 uh, ages was age was kind of rough for me. My parents had a divorce, you know, pretty big divorce. And um, it was just kind of, you know, feeling my way through life and school and all of that. So I um, was working at, at uh, various jobs and publications while I was going to school and listen to his tapes to and from. And, you know, some days that was the only positive message I would hear. And I'm excited, a lot of stuff going on in my life. And um, I told him, you know, to his face, he asked how he had influenced me. And I told him, you know, the story and he asked how did that happen? And I mean, just listening to him and his positive message and thinking to myself on the way to work that, man, someday I wish I could just go to one of his seminars and that would be, you know, one of his events. That would be like the pinnacle of everything just to see him live. And then now I, I had the chance, you know, to uh, work with him and interview him for my company. It's an amazing full circle situation. So you interviewed him for Medmark? Uh-huh, I did. Yeah. So how does that connect with dentistry? Well, there's a connection. Um, I've interviewed him twice now. Four years ago, a little over four years ago, I met him in Las Vegas at a Serona event. Um, one of our large manufacturers brought him in to speak at an event. And there were like 7,000 dentists there. So it's it a big one. 
all of the media got to interview him, got the opportunity to sit down for like 30 minutes with him. And I went in like, I think I was the last interview and, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half instead of 30 minutes. And um, we started brainstorming because he, he had just written the book Money Master the Game. And he was, you know, he was doing PR for that as well as he had a company. He was invested in a company, America's Best 401k with Tom Zagainer and Josh Robbins, his son. So we sat down and started brainstorming ways of how dentists could get their finances back in order and how they could um, get their 401ks together. Um, Because literally, Tony had personally uh, utilized ABK for his company and saved like, I want to say it was $5 million or something um, from their services. So he got involved with it. And it was his mission to really, and has been to really push that out to the dental market so that they could help save their 401k plans from the destruction of, you know, all these companies that are taking advantage um, and, you know, selling stuff that you don't even know what you have and the interest and all of that that goes with it. And these are people's, you know, this, these are people's retirement and money that they saved, you know, through working for 30, 40 years and to have most of it go away and be cut by all these fees that these companies are charging is ridiculous. And he wanted to bring that to light and dispel some of the myths that are out there and, and give the people the facts. And, and there's a chapter in his book, uh, Money Master the Game. And so we, tra- we chatted about that and he wanted to know, you know, we talked about ways where we could get the message out to the dental industry. And I have four, four specialty dental niche magazines. I've got endo practice, implant practice, orthodontic practice, and dental sleep practice magazines. And they're all niches where if you've, you can't really, you can't really avoid a root canal or braces for your kids or implant surgery, oral surgery, or sleep apnea obviously is an epidemic. So there are niches that, you know, in dentistry that are very necessary, you know, and, and we've got to get the, we've got to get the top information out there, the most relevant, the most current information. So um, he loved the publications and we brainstormed on ways where we, he could get involved and he did some writing for the magazines and Tom and, and Josh and they all got involved and I heard from them after and they said they wanted to work with us and getting the message out to the dentist. So um, I've worked with them for about four years now and it's been an amazing opportunity. And then I, I also interviewed him, I guess it's two years ago this summer um, in L.A., and we sat down and talked about dentistry and life. And we did a two-hour interview in Beverly Hills. And we conduct, we edited it down to an hour, which is now online. If you just Google both of us, you'll you'll find the, the interview. And I'm super, super proud of it. And we cut that up into segments, obviously, and pushed that out to our market. But the content, he was on fire that day. It was the day that I'm Not Your Guru was coming out, his film. I don't know if you guys, have, anyone has seen that, but it's amazing and it's on Netflix. I highly encourage anybody to watch it. It's very motivational. And he was going to the, to the premiere that night and we went to the premiere as well. And that was amazing. So yeah, it's just been, I've been very blessed and, and it's been an amazing relationship and I think the world of him. Now, a lot of the names you've mentioned are of men. And when we go to these events and conferences and such, a lot of times we women are in the minority. So why is it important and how do we become strong female entrepreneurs in spaces that are frequently dominated by men? Oh my gosh, know your worth. Just know your worth. 
I mean, you know, it just, I've loved it all these years where I've gone in and, you know, I, I'm like, I think I'm the, I, I think there's one other female publisher within our industry and, and she's not in our, you know, she's in a, a different niche in dental, but she's amazing. They're um, mostly obviously male dominated. It's a male dominated industry by and large, but the females are coming up. The, the female doctors that are attending dental school and graduating dental school, you're going to start seeing a flip flop of, you know, the amount of female dentists coming on board here in the next few years. And it's, it's going to be turning around. So, but yeah, 14 years ago, predominantly male uh, looking at me like, Hey, she's not a doctor. She's, you know, what, what's up with her? How can she publish these clinical articles and, and publish these clinical magazines? So yeah, there was a, there was a bit, a little bit of that, but for the most part, you know, I stay laser focused and have tunnel vision on what it is we're doing and how I'm making my company stronger and that we're doing it the best we possibly can. I'm aware of the competition and what's out there and who's out there. But as long as I stay focused on us putting out the best information, the most relevant information and do it the best way possible that we can to solve our problems for our clients and our our readers, then we're golden. And I just don't get too caught up in what everybody else is doing. I think in, a, in an age with social media, it's really hard these days to not be like, oh, my God, comparing your personal life or your business life or, you know, to everybody else's because it's everybody's A side, right? It all looks so great. No one's putting their, <laughs> no one's putting the B side out there. So it's, you know, it's just the tenacity not wanting, not ever having failure be an option. I'm not quitting, not willing to give up and know your worth. Just know that, you know, Hey, I can publish the hell out of a magazine. If I have to learn and I surround myself with my team, I always hire people smarter than I am. Always, especially when it's in the digital space and they're millennials. I'll just put that out there right now. Because those guys know, I mean, it's so funny, you know, I'll be struggling on my computer with something for like an hour and, you know, one of my millennial employees will come in and beep, 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 beep. Okay. The team is so important and it takes a while, you know, it takes a while to get a really solid team because any, any business owner will tell you, and Tony's phrase is, it's not who you hire, it's who you fail to fire that will take your business down. So you got to make quick decisions. You got to know who you are. You got to know your worth. You, you got to make quick decisions, you know, out of the office, inside the office, and just kind of, you know, live your life accordingly. Everyone, our motto around here is it's never a dull moment at Medmark. And I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Lisa, what advice do you have for the thoughtful entrepreneur who's listening? We have to innovate. We have to innovate. If, we're, if I'm not innovating and doing something that my competitor's not doing, we're, we're dying. If we're not innovating, we're dying. So, um, you know, 14 years in business, I mean, I've learned a lot of things, trust me. And I've done it the hard way. I've done it totally the hard way. I've never had a, I've never had a partner, never had, you know, never been bankrolled, never had any of that. I started this company with a credit card and just completely starting over. So tenacity and mixed with a little crazy because you got to be a little bit because running running a business is not for the weak of heart. Let me tell you, never stop wanting to learn. Learn as much as you possibly can. Never stop looking for mentors, for people that are doing it better than you. 
you know, if we're not, if we're not surrounding ourselves with people that we, that we can't learn something from, that's a problem. You know, you've got to be able to, to look up to a mentor and to um, say, Hey, you know, older, younger, whatever mentors can be younger than I am. I mean, it didn't have to be older. I mean, we learn from everyone. So never, you know, never get too big for your britches that you think you've got it licked because the minute you do, you, you really don't. Lisa, if people want to connect with you online, what is the best way for them to do so? www.medmarkmedia.com. Or if anybody wants to email me directly, it's lmoller, M-O-L-E-R, at medmarkmedia.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest and attend my next live webinar where I'll reveal how to get more respect from influencers and media so that you can get more sales and traffic. Now, please do us a favor. If you like the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media and in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode automatically. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution.